0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Hawkins Do Coffee Podcast. My name is Ryan, and my name is Emily. And in this podcast, we talk about all
1: things Stranger Things.
0: Today, we have some more outlandish theories because we love an outlandish theory.
1: We say we have more theories. We have one to (laughs) add to our one.
0: We did that one episode where we spoke about all the potential, like all the like, you know. We did the big mind map and we like picked a theory out. Do you remember? They, they were quite wild. That
1: was that was way back, like, way back it in. The, say way back in the day. It was like Halloween October last year. But it
0: was. But that was that was fun. That was pretty outlandish. It was,
1: but it doesn't have the outlandish title that the other one has. Okay,
0: Just saying. so we're adding number two to the outlandish series on the Hawkins Copy podcast. Um, I don't really think this was that outlandish i think the theories as to why this could be a case are quite outlandish but the actual theory itself is not particularly no
1: i mean i'm going into this relatively blind um yeah because for context um the, for those that have not listened to it we have a mike wheeler is evil um outlandish yeah. theory um episode um because literally one of our first conversations, I think it was when No, anyway, it was essentially the first conversation. You offered me a Funko Pop and then I was like,
0: Cool, thank you. Did you know
1: I have a theory about Mike Wheeler? And
0: <laughs> that's literally how it went. Like like that's how the conversation went. That it, was the conversation.
1: Yeah, and then essentially it was about how he's evil and how I mean it was it was very cool if season three didn't happen. Um so a, a lot of it was pre season three, but Obviously, listen to it. It is cool. There are some things that could still fit. I know it's utter rubbish. I know it's absolute rubbish. We love it, though. And I I was really proud of that theory. I'm not going to lie. I really
0: like that theory. I mean, we hung out November 2017. You told me that theory January 2018. And then we hung out at the end of 2018. So I clearly must have thought that there was some merit Otherwise, I would have just blocked you.
1: Can't believe you just admitted on the podcast you stayed with me <laughs> for the Mike Wheeler theory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I came for Harry Potter, stayed for Mike Wheeler. That's what happened. <laughs>
1: uh, what? What a thing! Anyway, so as I said, though, so this one is very much this is your theory, kind of.
0: It of. is.
1: It's your theory. Yeah. Th-
0: there's been a couple of discussions about this online, um, but as we all know by now. Uh, on the Hawkins You Copy podcast, I am quite obsessed with my queen, Joyce Byers. Therefore, anything Joyce Byers does, I will pick up on mm-hmm. and um, focus quite a lot on. Um, and you know, she has two children, so you'll be happy about this because Will is like your fave, of course. So you'll be happy to talk about Will. Um, so I focus a lot on the buyers and what the buyers do. So this is, do the buyers actually have pre-existing links to the Upside Down before season one? And we will get into that after we tell you where you can find us
1: um, on other platforms because you're listening to us on your, on your respective platform right now, but there are other places where you can hear us. Surprise, surprise. And those places are Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast. Spotify and Stitcher and Amazon Music and Audible at Hawkins Do You Copy. Really mixed up the order today. That was not meant to happen. You
0: did. I was meant to say... You you saved it, though.
1: I I don't know how I saved it, not going to lie. Anyway, you can find us on those places um, at Hawkins Do You Copy. Then on social media at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast. And then on YouTube and Tumblr at Hawkins Do You Copy. Question of the Weeks will be happening from this week. So the day you'll listen to this, which should be maybe a Sunday, maybe a Monday, depending where this goes up, there will be a question of the week. This week happening. So look out for that on our Instagram and stuff.
0: Uh, you said about being on Audible, obviously that's quite a new thing and we have spoken about that before. Um, but I uh, told my respiratory doctor that I had a podcast that was on Audible and he was very excited about it. So I just wanted to throw that in because he he was very excited about the fact that the podcast was unaudible.
1: shout out to the respiratory doctors out there listening
0: <laughs> he was if you're listening hi it's me um i feel like we should say because there's no question that we've got on our instagram that the question of the week from the podcast is, what is your favourite outlandish theory?
1: Yeah, we'll throw that one back in. We, I think we did that with the Michael Wheeler one. We did. Come tell us what your favourite outlandish theory is. And then listen
0: to ours. Yes, because I say, I'm going to get into mine. Well, this isn't my favourite one. My favourite one is that oh, Jonathan is Hopper's son. Oh, don't um, tell them that. But, um, that is my favourite outlandish theory. I love it. Um... But this one I have a a very soft spot for because I do think that there are aspects of it that could be plausible Um, So, do the buyers have pre-existing links to the Upside Down and or MKUltra? Let's let's get into it So, season one, we have Will And we know that Will gets taken into the Upside Down Um, And then we know that that sets off a big chain of events Throughout all the seasons where Will keeps having this this constant connection to the upside down. And you think at first that that's kind of just the story and that he gets really lucky and they were able to save him. And it's kind of everyone's commitment in trying to save him. But if you look at the finer details of it, how the hell did he survive? We've spoken about this before. There is no way he should have survived. Oh, like no. Everyone else went in there. Dead straight away, almost dead straight away. He survived a week. He's just a very good hider. He's a reverse Starkid (laughs) hider. That's what he is. Um, He also, obviously we don't really see him in the Upside Down in the show, but we do see him in the comics. Um, And it's, if if we take the comic as, as canon, which I think you do for the first one.
1: Yeah, for the first ones I take it as canon. I think it just, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, he kind of knew immediately what to do. Like, he has that moment of like, oh, where am I? But he kind of knows how to communicate with Joyce and he knows how to, you know, use the lights and also to kind of get around, Hmm. like to get to different places in Hawkins, but the upside down version and like being able to kind of communicate and figure out sort of what's going on. And he has a really good read of the upside down before, like, quite quickly. Mm -hmm. And I guess you could kind of argue survival skills and that he knows that he needs to kind of figure out what's going on in order to survive. But he very quickly figures out what to do Mm -hmm. and how to sort of let his mum know things, which is quite interesting in itself. And I think it's really interesting when that goes into season two and obviously there is that possession, but the possession feels a lot more, I want to say a lot more personal
1: hmm.
0: when Will is possessed compared to then later when we have Billy yeah. and the rest of the flayed. Like that doesn't feel... doesn't feel as targeted. It feels more convenient. No, it feels more convenient and more kind of like what the mind player needs to do in order to win. Yeah, like if Billy hadn't been there that day in the car, would that still have happened? Could have. It could have been anyone. Whereas mm. for Will, it felt more like a partnership. Mm. Like the mind flare kind of picked him. Yeah. Rather than just needed anyone, and I think he's just a lot more possessed. Will is just a lot more calculating, and a lot more. It's it's a much more interesting possession yeah i think and obviously the fact that those abilities stay into Mm. season three and we assume into season four that he still kind of has this connection why will like why was he there what what why him you know he's just this kid Mm. why did this happen and then if it was just will you would think he was taken into the upside down That's fair enough, but then we have Joyce, who immediately figures out something's going on. Like, a lot of people say, well, she was grieving, so she didn't want to believe that something had happened to him and that he was missing, Um, and she wanted to sort of believe that he was okay. And obviously, yeah, that is a big part of it. Um, But she does go like through—I don't want to say like through the motions, but. She, you know, they get the posters made and straight away she's kind of figuring out, okay, we'll have to find him. I'm going to go to the police. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But then the second something happens, something like a bit unusual happens, she turns to it immediately. And obviously, yeah, we can argue that that's just something that she did within the grief and she kind of jumps to it and she just so happened to be right. But why would you put so much on something like that? Why is she willing to argue with her son in the street? Why is she willing to sort of essentially fight everyone and keep doing all of that for something which even in she does know because she says multiple times, sounds crazy. Like, she's so kind of tuned to it. She knows how to communicate with him as well. Like, she figures out pretty much immediately what's going on and that she can use the lights and she has all the lights up in his room and she's figuring out all of these things and she's scared when the Demogorgon comes through the wall, but she's also quite, like, practical with it. Like, she really sort of jumps into action. And I think why that's... Her attitude to it is quite an interesting one. Like, she's quite sensitive to it. And then we have Jonathan, who I think is similar to Will, in the sense that he doesn't immediately believe what's going on. But once he's aware, he's very sensitive to it. Like him and Nancy were able to find the entrance to the Upside Down straight away. When they're in the house and it's the monster hunting trio at the end, he knows the difference between it being the Demogorgon and Joyce. He literally says, like, Mom, is that you? Like he knows it's her. And she's able to know that he's there as well, when actually they shouldn't know where the other one is. That There's no reason why she should know he's in the house and he should know she's walking through the house. Yeah, There's mm-hmm. no reason why they should know the other one is there, but for some reason they're able to feel through this kind of alternate dimension veil that the other one is there and he's able to know the difference. So all of those things have kind of, there's been a little bit of a discussion and it's a theory I really like of is there pre-existing connections to the Upside Down with the bias? I think it'd be interesting if there was.
1: I think it's tricky because it is a thing of how far do you go with the concept that it's kind of... This is going to sound weird, but have you know what I mean? It's kind of like in the same realm of why I, I'm going to presume we are going to see more numbers in season four, mm-hmm. but kind of like why I don't want to see the numbers and why, like, the sixth comic wasn't necessarily my favourite series because yeah. I think it kind of takes away the magic of somehow this is happening with L. It's kind of, I know it obviously isn't quite the same because so we're not talking about numbers here, but it's, you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing that, I mean... I talk a lot about how much I would love it if Will had some kind of powers and if Will was somehow a mind, the mind player and that kind of thing. But I do also understand that sometimes maybe it's literally just he was in the wrong place at the completely wrong time. time. And maybe the family being been caught up in this at the wrong time. What I do think is interesting, and of course is as you were saying about when Will was through really the upside down and thinking of it actually with the comics that it is very D how it's presented yeah. in the comics so mm-hmm. for those of you who haven't read it i recommend this one um as we said it's the one really where i consider it canon or as far canon as it can be because unlike the other comics it's not really adding anything new as such it's working alongside it so i think it's as close as you're going to get to a comic fitting in with the series apart from the new one um which i always pronounce wrong the tomb of (laughs) web which um i really like i've I've only obviously read the first one and you've only read the first one as well but i I do really recommend this one i think it may be my favorite one dare i say it (gasps) because it's just it's really well written anyway um for those who haven't read the first one i have got i'm gonna get the name wrong again But it's something like into the other side, onto the other side, whatever. Will Byers comic, to call it that. Um, That throughout it is presented like a story and a campaign and he, as he's there, it changes to his character of Will the Wise and um, a mage. I don't know, I think Elle's portrayed as a mage or she's portrayed as like a forest creature of some kind and... Like As he's going into Castle Byers, it's presented as like a, a big castle um, in typical D&D fashion. So it is interesting how his journey is through that. So that could be why he is able to survive, that he's treating it as a campaign. And that kind of comes across in the show as well, if you think about it, when he's talking with Joyce at the table and he's drawing Will of Wise, the, the bit where she says about the green... It looks like he's throwing cabbages. And like, why does he need fire when, or whatever the line is, as the bad guys can fight too. So that's why he has the fireballs and stuff like that. Um, So there are, obviously there are references throughout, but D&D is very obviously central around Will's character. Maybe that is literally how he was able to survive it then. He thought, this is literally what Will the Wise would do
0: yeah I really do think that there could be something along the lines of like D&D actually playing a part um I one of these theories I have always like I've sort of really focused on and I've like well there's two of them that I I don't think I particularly came up with but they are two that I have really like focused on and tried to kind of establish but the other one is something which I have seen other people talk about and that's that will like accidentally created it hmm. like with one of his drawings yeah and that he's the reason why it exists which kind of comes under his will the mind flayer but hmm. that could tie in with the DD thing that like stranger things is actually him like a story and that's why he's able to communicate and that's why his family Know about all of these things because it's his story that's being told. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like we learn about the different characters through bits of his drawings and the mind flare and the maps, and like it's quite a lot of what he's drawn. Yeah,
1: like a lot of his drawings as well. I mean, in season three, there's the prisoner with I think Hopper's number on him, which could be a complete Easter egg, but it could fit in with that. I, I don't think he created him. Um, I think it is a thing looking at um, the Krill House teaser. I think it is something that has been there. But I I would be up for the idea. I mean, as much as I don't want it to be a massive D&D game, I would be up for the idea that it's his campaign that he's created. And at the end of it, he's like, no, it wasn't meant to work like that. Or something like that. I would be up for that concept. Not that he is the... Overlord, essentially. But I otherwise is like- evil. Yes. <laughs> Outlandish Fury Part Three. Um, but no, I'm I still want him to be the mind player. I would I would like that. Duffer Brothers. If you haven't given me it in season four, you've still got potentially one season left to do it. Um but I don't think he's the overall creator. But yeah. I do like the concept, as I said, of him creating some thing some kind of thing
0: yeah so another one of these things uh, like another one of the theories as to why they might have a connection is obviously we know that part of the mk ultra studies took place in hawkins and a lot of people obviously like terry ives took part and she's obviously al's mom so she lived nearby and now still does kind of live not far away were joyce and lonnie somehow involved in the MKUltra and this is like a fire starter situation where it's something that their children have inherited and the reason why and this ties into the other one is the buyers live so far out of town that they live close to the lab so is it like a fire starter situation where they took part in MK Ultra, and now the kids have to have an eye kept on them that would be quite interesting, I think, actually. Because obviously, obviously, there's reasons why Will is going to the lab in season two, because he has episodes. But are there other reasons why they want to keep an eye on him? Because they live very close and they seem to be the family that are the most connected. And I think a lot about, obviously, we don't see a lot of Lonnie but he tells Jonathan that he needs to get out of the town. Like, he essentially talks about Hawkins and why Jonathan needs to get out of it. That and is a think, point, like, yeah. Yeah. And you think, is there actually something... I'm not giving Lonnie Byers any credit whatsoever. He is an awful human. But were they involved somehow? You know, like, the same way that Terry and everyone... And Alice and everyone got involved with it in the sense that it was take part in this fun experiment and there's money. Like that, you know, so many people took part in it for that. You know, I obviously wasn't part of MK Ultra, but I did loads of studies at uni because you get like they give you stuff. They give you things to part like participate. Like I'd get uni credits, but sometimes they'd be like, do this study for a £10 Amazon voucher. And I'd be like, cool. Like you, you know, there's incentives to it. And when no one knew what those studies were and it was just advertised as this thing to just kind of take part of and no one sort of knew the actual damage and detriment that what happened like the government deceitfully lied to lots of people about what these studies were and it really harmed a lot of people but it wouldn't surprise me if in real life there were follow-ups because of not because i think there were powers but because of the actual impact that it had and obviously we know that firestarter is an influence and we always think that it's because of L. But what if it isn't? I've said before that we think Elle's the main character of Stranger Things, but I think it's Will. And I've said before
1: that I want to agree with you. I think <laughs> in,
0: in some sense,
1: as I said, like to play devil's advocate in this, in some sense, Will technically is, te- technically is because it's all happened because of him. So if you're looking at main characters in that sense, my boy Will Byers... He's the main character, um, but I fear he is being written out of season four again. I, I've got I've gone full 180 on his role <laughs> in season four. We've reached this point, um, but I would like it. I think it would be it would be cool, and I think it would be one of those things I don't think people would necessarily expect.
0: It's been there all along.
1: It's definitely not the Creel House. It's actually it's actually Warfires. <laughs>
0: But no, but, like, Joyce, like, it's something Hopper would know about. Like, the fact that David Harbour talks about it, it's something that Hopper would know about. Like, the fact that those studies were taking, like, were, like, taking place so close. And I just think, like, it would have been something people didn't know about these things. Like, it was a huge lie, like... Every the government covered up exactly what they were doing, and it hurt a lot of people. Would she be allowed to say anything? I don't think she would. Would she? No. No, it'd be not.
1: completely confidential.
0: Yeah. So she might like. So she could just be dealing with all of that, and also like Joyce has. People have a, an opinion of Joyce even before season one, and I think where did that come from yeah like did she like do you know what I mean like the town has kind of made that judgment on her and you think what kind of what did happen before season one
1: yeah but they're very like Will and Jonathan are Lonnie's boy they're not Joyce's yeah I do wonder if some of that is left over from what was going to be Stranger Things Cause I'm sure yeah. that I, I mean I don't quote me on this, but I'm sure that Lonnie was the one that was meant to come back and helped and help Jonathan and Nancy in the house because yeah. Steve was going to die, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Mm-hmm.
0: So I wonder mm-hmm.
1: if that earlier storyline when he says only going back to what you said about when Lonnie tells Jonathan, "You've got to get out, you've got to get," I'm not the issue here, or whatever it was. You I wonder if some of that was are the issue, dude. But... But I wonder if some of that was like leftover stuff from before that still kind of worked um but also
0: doesn't quite work um now it just works for me coming up with outlandish theories about joyce and lonnie being involved with mk ultra
1: do you know what give me um, if we're counting suspicious minds as canon mm, maybe mm, give me a complete like plot twist of alice actually being joyce (gasps) <gasps> like, give that would that. be really
0: cool. I would love that. Because because Alice sees Elle. Yeah. And Joyce immediately wants to help Elle. Yeah. Like because Joyce doesn't question what Elle can do. No. There is not a single moment. And yes, it's because she wants to find Will, but there is not a single ounce of hesitation no or disbelief or judgment in what Elle can do. Not Not like everyone else. Not like everyone else. It's like she is like, yeah, I've seen this before, cool. It genuinely wouldn't like I don't think it's something that would is gonna have been the case. And I don't think it's something that people would necessarily think of. But it wouldn't like surprise me if they were, if they did take part in it. No, I think especially Lonnie. I know that sounds weird, but like Lonnie really wouldn't surprise me. I think we've said this before, that yeah, a bit of extra money. Why why yeah. not put them through it? Why not? Because you you because no one you had no reason to distrust the government. And I think they would
1: have been told that they could pull out at any point. They as were. Well. And
0: that was not what was allowed in real life, as well. No.
1: But that's what they're told. So maybe, maybe they genuinely did get away. They did it once, and they're like, no.
0: And yeah.
1: that's why it's not really mentioned.
0: And they and it affected the kids, and that's why Will is taken because maybe the Demogorgon and the gate has been closed all of this time, but then like it remembers Elle and Will because they were the two babies like that would have literally been inside two test participants at that time. It wouldn't affect Jonathan as much because Jonathan would have been born. That's the only thing, unless they took part in it before he was born as well. But it could also be something that he was exposed to it. And if Joyce's, if Joyce or Lonnie were also like, more, I don't want to say like open-minded, but if they were more kind of susceptible to an alternate thing, then it could be something which is kind of there as well. But it makes sense as to why it would affect Will more than Jonathan, which it does do in the actual series because it's the same as Terry and Elle in that she was pregnant at
1: that time and Joyce could have been kind pregnant. of like a Darren Brown situation. I don't know how many people know who Darren Brown is, but if anyone. If anyone's been to his stage shows, um, whether that's the UK or US, you'll know what I mean, that when he picks people to come on stage, can you tell that I, I've been to see Darren Brown a few times, <laughs> And when he picks people to come on stage or when he does something to the audience, a specific kind of person, that essentially yes. you have to be completely open to it happening. Otherwise, it's not going to work. So I do have a point. <laughs> um So maybe that's kind of what, happened with them, one was more open to it, one wasn't more open to it, and yeah. that's why it worked and it didn't work uh, I would I would like it, I think it'd be cool, I think, to go back to what you said about Joyce earlier, I feel like I'm playing bad cop through this, <laughs> but that's a good thing about theory, discussions discussions of theories, yeah. I think with Joyce it is tricky because you're right, she does know immediately what to do, and she is going for it I think the tricky thing is how much of that is a grieving mother though because if you think about it even though she's she's in it and she's so convinced that's Will and she puts up all the lights and does it there is that moment when they find Will's body um, before Hopper goes to her and says you were right that she is she's resigned to herself as on, okay no he is gone And I think it's that moment there that annoyingly I think pulls that away only because it is kind of showing that she's acting on grief and is looking for anything. Like if you think, so it's kind of like if if you're really, really focused on something and it's a genuine concern to you as a person, so... I'll come there, I have health anxiety, um, that I do, I'm a health anxiety person, That it is a nightmare, but that's for another day, moving on from that, my point is though, um, if you're so fixated on something in your mind, um, no matter what it is out there, if there is something that in your mind that fits with that, that you're going to believe in, and think, if it can happen there, it can happen to me too, um, whether it's related or not, You're going to latch on to that and think, this makes sense with what's in my head. So in the same kind of realm, if she's so convinced that Will is alive... I mean, he was alive. So she was right. Um, But if if her mind is going, he's alive, he's alive, he's alive, any random coincidence, maybe she thought Will talked to me or something once and a light flickered once. She's going to think... It's happened, so she's going to latch on to that. And then if it keeps happening, even if there is no pattern there at all, she's then going to believe that's what it is. And as I said, that she was ultimately correct, but so much of it up to that point could be that kind of idea from a psychological point of view then, that she's finding signs in things that don't actually correlate. Yeah,
0: it, it makes sense for it to be a grief... Thing. Like her, th- her goal is to find her son. So why is she going to question the methods? Yeah, that they're using to do that. She's gonna just want to find him. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, no, I, I know what you mean, and that is the more logical reason. Yeah, but also
1: ultimately, she was right. So <laughs> that the point still kind of stands. Then that you said that maybe there is a connection there, though, regardless because. How, even though, yes, I said that it could be she's picking on patterns and doing that kind of thing. How does she realise that that's what's going on? And then from Will's end of things, how does he know if I do this here, it will send the message there? There's no way for him to know that.
0: It's also interesting because not once does she think this is Will's ghost.
1: No, she doesn't. It's... It's will.
0: That's what I find quite interesting. Is a lot of people would probably think that's a ghost or some part of like the afterlife. Whereas for her, it's he's alive, he's just somewhere else. Why would she assume he was somewhere else and not if she's not thinking he's a ghost? Hmm. Which is interesting itself because the ticket to the
1: cinema that she buys him is to poltergeist. So yes. why is she not thinking it's the poltergeist? Because it's probably a clever parallel that what's happening is very poltergeisty. Um, but maybe you'd, you'd start to think that's what was actually going on. Jonathan is, however, the not I would not want to say the more interesting one. But Jonathan yeah. is the one that intrigues me a bit because I think especially in d d terms and that kind of thing, the upside down is generally all... It is the upside down, isn't it? It doesn't have a different... No, the realm of shadows, that's what I mean. It's quite difficult to find right you have to be a
0: specific point to find it there's a bit in our world and a bit in the alternate sort of dimension where they cross over but it's just like a normal place but you wouldn't know it unless you were kind of looking for it
1: yeah so how does he know as you said it's right there At that he finds it immediately and also let's think about that he gets a picture of the creature as well, which he doesn't actually. I'm sure he doesn't know he has that photo until he looks yeah. closer. So, how is he be able to get that? Other way, maybe it is meant to be kind of like a parallel again, where you take photos of ghosts and that kind of thing, and it shows up that way. But yeah. how? But surely, like with the way it is, you'd know something isn't that photo. But then maybe it's working kind of like how the mind Flayer does with the TV. Where somehow yeah. it's, it's broken through and you just see the picture there and it, it's worked that way. Because there's no reason why the mind flayer should be on that camera either.
0: No, absolutely. For me, the weirdest thing with Jonathan is that he knows that it's Joyce.
1: Yeah, that bit because there. Because he
0: shouldn't know.
1: Because he he's seen the lights flash in fairness when it was the Demogorgon. But the lights were still moving. How would he...
0: And how know? would he know it was Joyce? Yeah. Could have been anyone. Could mm. have been anything.
1: Yeah, because does he know that her and Hopper have gone off to the lab? He doesn't, does he? Nope. Nope. So there is no reason. Unless it is... Lit- no, because it could have been Will. And she
0: she shouldn't know that he's there either. It interests me that they live really close to it. The other reason why they could be more kind of susceptible to it is, I don't want to say like contamination from the lab, but if things are kind of traveling if bits of not like air particles from like the upside down and stuff but they live really close to it and there definitely could be some kind of like especially think about the the gates and
1: all that research is um underground isn't it so it's not on the base yeah. levels of the lab so no. and we can kind of see in season two when the upside down is seeping into yeah. the pumpkins and all the crops, all the crops, yeah. why am I calling it that? Um, and all that kind of thing, it's seeping into all of that. So, what's to say that it's not enough of things? Maybe it's in the water, or yeah. that, I know that would affect the entire town, but maybe it is something like that.
0: That's the thing, like we said before in one of the videos we did when we looked at old theories, is the whole town under kind of MKUltra control? Is it intentional? Are they are they trying to do it so some of the kids or some people in the town are more susceptible to certain things? Is is it a, a whole experiment like, and they just live really close, so it's easy to kind of give them, kind of get them involved somehow?
1: Yeah, because we can't say it's like a dairy situation because it's not just the kids.
0: It's, it's not just the kids. It's
1: a lot of the adults as well. Even even Bob who yeah didn't see it for a lot but even he kind of knew what was going on he was filled into it obviously all, yeah he said all the adults in the lab so something is clearly around everywhere and especially now with the krill house being the the local hub it seems of the upside down um yeah you, you know it's something is going on there
0: exactly i think logically the whole thing is just probably that Will was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And it kind of just kickstarted a whole chain of events and the reason why that they kind of... And, you know, Julius and Jonathan act in certain ways is grief and trying to deal with that. And we obviously have a whole episode where we talk about grief and the way that grief manifests in the show because ultimately, whilst the show is a sci-fi show with alternate dimensions, it is also about the people and these kids and these people that have had to deal with like indescribable grief um in so many different ways and the loss of so many different things not just people but like their lives and their livelihood and kind of how they've dealt with so many different things so that is kind of some of the overarching themes of Stranger Things so those reasons are a lot more logical um but Obviously, it's interesting to kind of think about the fact that they do live really close to the lab. We see that like one of the first shots of Will running, we see the gate. Yeah, it's in the first eight minutes of that. the show, isn't it? So, yeah, um, and they just they're just sort of the family that seem the most connected to the upside down. Yeah, it's you know, always like the like bias. It's always the way. Hopper is as well, but Hopper kind of is through, sounds really weird, but like Hopper kind of is through teaching himself to be aware of what's going on. Whereas the buyers seem to be aware of what's going on naturally.
1: Hopper wouldn't have been aware if Joyce didn't go to him and say my son is missing.
0: Whereas they just seem naturally intertwined with it.
1: I mean and now Elle, as we say every, every week apparently, now Elle is living with the buyers which could be a we need to put her somewhere um, now in season four. Joyce
0: Joyce would have taken her in. If Hopper, if she hadn't died in season one and then Hopper didn't ultimately take her in, Joyce would have had her from yeah. season
1: one. Yeah, exactly. So, convenience or not, it is interesting that she's been put with them. I hope yeah. it means something. Um, <laughs> But... I'm happy to be disappointed. <laughs> no, that, no, I won't be disappointed. I, I hope that things will come of it. I, I would very much like things to come of it.
0: That would that would be nice. I would like that too. But no, that is one of my outlandish theories. I'd love everybody to just pick it apart and tell me I'm wrong. That'd be great. Kind um, like I did. <laughs> But uh, that would be that would be fun. But no, genuinely I'd love to know people's opinions on it because I do think it's quite an interesting <laughs> as to why they're the family.
1: Yeah, there's things I think work both for and against it, which I think is oh, yeah, interesting. 100%. 100%. That there are things that you still can't completely prove false. Mm. Um kinda like like the mic one you
0: pretty much could, I think that No, I think there's aspects of the mic one where it's like, okay absolutely not
1: Mike isn't an anti-paladin Mike's never doing D&D ever again after he jets off to the buyers
0: (laughs) oh interesting that you would you know think that he might be doing it before he jets off to the buyers don't know what you're talking about anyway um, that was my outlandish theory let me know your thoughts on do you think the buyers have links to the upside down or do you think it's just all a big coincidence I would love to know people's thoughts
1: you can let us know your thoughts on many places, after listening to the podcast, on many places, and those places are Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Audible, at Hawkins Do You Copy? And then let us know on social media, at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Hawkins Podcast, and then on YouTube and Tumblr, at Hawkins Do You Copy? Keep an eye out for Question of the Weeks, as I said earlier, we'll be doing it again.
0: Watch this it's space. been a weird few weeks that Question of the Week has returned. Next week. That's all that matters. For Halloween. For
1: Halloween. We're going to be, yes, actually, watch out on our social media because we'll be asking some questions and we will want questions from you. It's going to be, will it be a fun one? We'll
0: see. But will it be a mess? Probably.
1: They usually are. And then do
0: you know what? Do you know what? Speaking of messes... Hmm. It's Halloween week, and then the week after, Strange Things Day. Oh, perfect. What a treat. So yeah, come hang out with us on our social medias, and we'll see you next week when it's Halloween. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Hawkins Do Copper Podcast, over and out.